Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. You're in good company if you often look up into the dark night, into the glittering specks of space and sky, and think you see something extraordinary, fantastic, or even inexplicable streak across the sky. People have been reporting unexplainable objects in the sky since at least the time of the ancient Greeks. One of the earliest known discussions of the possibility of alien life appears in a book written around 50 BCE. These days, we're used to hearing these objects called unidentified flying objects, or UFOs. And NASA now even has an independent team of 16 scientists and astrophysicists who will be studying and attempting to understand more about these mysterious observations in the sky which they call Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAPs. For nine months, starting in October of 2022, the team is poring over the unclassified data collected by civilian stargazers and national intelligence and security departments. The purpose is to discover new ways to collect and understand UAP data in the future, and to determine the best ways to use that information to ensure the safety of aircraft they'll release their findings to the public in mid-2023. This isn't the first time a U.S. government agency has studied UFOs. 
One of the most famous is Project Blue Book, which went on in the 1950s and 60s. But this might be the first time they focused on UAPs instead of UFOs. We know, we were confused too at first. The acronyms UFO and UAP both refer to the same unidentified events reported in our sky, unidentified objects and balls of light. The issue with using the term UFO is that you can't say it or hear it without also thinking about extraterrestrials, you know, aliens from outer space. That's because we've been calling those flying saucers, hovering lights, and floating disks that suddenly zip off, disappearing into the night, UFOs since the late 1940s. One of the first and most notable discussions of unusual flying objects happened after June 24th of 1947, when pilot Kenneth Arnold flew over Mount Rainier on his way to neighboring Oregon. Arnold reported seeing nine bright circular disks moving in what appeared to be an organized echelon formation in the sky at speeds as fast as 1,200 miles an hour. That's 1,900 kilometers an hour. It was the first time in reported history that the terms flying saucer or flying disks were used to describe unexplained events. After 1947, the U.S. government created some investigation task forces. As more sightings like Arnold's were reported around the U.S. and the world, these events became known by the term UFOs. The term morphed out of flying saucer and was coined by civilians and government officials in the 1950s. Since then, UFOs have fostered a fascination with the unexplained world of space and sky for generations and have always been tied to aliens. But if we're all familiar with UFOs, why would the government bother to rename them? Uh, First, UAPs are considered unexplained sights in the sky rather than unidentified flying objects. UAP is a pretty new term. It came into our lexicon in the 20-teens when the U.S. Department of Defense declassified several Navy videos that showed UAPs. Then, in 2021, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence released its much-anticipated report called Preliminary Assessment, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, without a single mention of extraterrestrials. Here's a brief quote from the report. Most of the UAP reported probably do represent physical objects, given that a majority of UAP were registered across multiple sensors to include radar, infrared, electro-optical, weapon seekers, and visual observation. It might be easy to dismiss eyewitness reports, but it's much more difficult to reject a UAP observed by eyewitnesses and corroborated on radar. This is also allowing researchers to apply the scientific method to study UAPs, similar to what SETI's been doing since the 1970s. This is all to say that the renewed focus on UAPs in government intelligence circles is a good thing. It indicates that they're taking unexplained aerial activities in our skies seriously. The Navy videos were, well, alarming, so it's good news that they're being investigated. And all of this does not mean that extraterrestrials are being completely left out of the picture or scientific investigations. The UAP moniker might be the scientific and intelligence community's way of finally admitting that these objects are out there and saying that it's okay to talk about unexplained aerial phenomena without the concern of being mm, alienated for sounding bonkers. Today's episode 
episode is based on the article, Scientists Want You to Say UAPs, Not UFOs, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Allison Troutner. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.